Welcome to My Perspective Podcast. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? So today I'm going to talk about another side of the security game. And I'll give you a little example here. Some of the places that I've worked security for weren't completely legitimate establishments. A majority of the individuals I've worked personal security for weren't exactly upstanding model citizens. Some of the personal security I've worked with weren't exactly model citizens either. Shit. If you want to, you know, really get technical about it, neither am I. Right? Double felon, ex-con, ex-gang affiliate, former substance abuser. Yet here I am working security, which, of course, given all the above, I do so in an unlicensed capacity. (laughs) But that's what I mean by the other side of the game. Working certain segments of security, certain environments, certain clientele, it's almost inevitable that you're going to experience unlawful shit going down. Take my sector um, of operations, for example. I work a lot of neighborhood bars Um, smaller urban clubs, urban clientele banquet halls. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who patronizes these venues are on some bullshit. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that these venues are laundering fronts or nests uh, uh, for nefarious activity. But what I'm saying is my experience working these environments, they are definitely more prone to host unlawful activity. And of course, more prone to eruptions of escalated violence um, as a result. But we don't necessarily have to even look at it on that scale. We can also look at it just from blatant ignoring of policy and procedures. I've worked my share of shitholes for sure. (laughs) For sure. But I've also worked mid to high end venues. Um, And without fail... Every single one of them has made exceptions to weapons being brought into the venue, illegal substances being used, perhaps even distributed inside the venue, underage patrons being allowed inside the venue. Now, this is especially probable, you know, when these venues are hosting celebrities or athletes or music artists, you know, musicians or even criminal elements with significant um, um, levels of influence. Now, again, I'm talking from firsthand experience, both as security personnel and as a patron. You know, back in the day, we used to frequent um, a particular uh, entertainment venue on the south side. And I won't say the name. But at that time, I'd slide through with one of the OGs who had some pool. Now, the doorman would let me in knowing full well I had a pistol on me. We'd be all in that in, in that venue blazing up weed and shit. And that's back when you could still smoke in the club, but marijuana was still illegal. Working security myself, there's been instances when security staff, you know, absolutely knew somebody of notoriety or members of their entourage had weapons um, 
uh, and drugs on them or drugs on them, you know, and the doorman might pat them down. They might do a bullshit purse search. They might even wind them. But that shit was only for appearances sake. On more than one occasion, I've personally felt or seen weapons on individuals that were given that green light. And you know what I did? Nothing. I pretended I didn't feel it. I pretended I didn't see it. When you smell that marijuana. Or you see them bumping cocaine. Or getting blowjobs over in the VIP section. <laughs> you see nothing. As long as they're not causing a ruckus. It's hear no evil. See no evil. Speak no evil. I work a lot of Latino catered urban banquet halls. Where I've ran into this. Uh, quite frequently and don't get me wrong I work a lot of uh, black venues I've worked at Eastern European venues all that so don't think I'm singling out Latino venues or Latino patrons what I'm saying is it's been uh, very common for me to end up working a dope dealer funded wedding reception or a sweet 15 quinceanera celebration that resembles a fucking gang member convention <laughs> You know, there's going to be cultural and even subcultural demographics at play that present added challenges, sometimes even heightened potentials for conflict with security. Many times, you know, the rental clients might be uh, from, say, the venue management's hometown in Mexico. Right. Sometimes they might be catering to a particular gang or cartel affiliation. There might be big money being dropped on decor and live musicians being brought in lots of money being spent at the bar. Right. So generally there's going to be a lot of policy restraint expected on the part of security staff, which again, naturally ups the ante in regard to danger in regard to liability. Um, in which actually adds a higher level of threat management on security staff, because now you're dealing with an aura of privilege, right? You can't tell me nothing. Now you're dealing with an increased potential for overintoxication and drug influenced misbehavior. Underage drinking, you know, and just by nature of the social demographic, many times there's an element of disdain for security anyway. So now you're adding that rebellious and machismo factor into the mix. So in the event that you do have to address someone's behavior or you're forced uh, into the position of kicking somebody out. You now you might have 10, 15, 20 people getting involved, ready to fight security. Believe me, I've seen more than a few events turn into absolute cluster fucks because venues put client catering over security and policy. But again, that's the other side of the game. The show must go on. So we deal with it. You know, something that we have to bear in mind is that across the security industry, you know, there's a wide spectrum of clientele and a wide spectrum of environments that we're going to be called upon to oversee. Some of those environments are going to be shit shows. This is the real world. I'm not saying we don't establish personal boundaries. There has to be a limit on how far you're willing to compromise because it's your ass on the line as well. But the truth remains that working those environments might prompt you to have to stretch that limit, if that makes sense. In fact, it really doesn't even matter 
<laughs> whether or not you're willing to, to stretch those boundaries or not stretch those boundaries, somebody's going to do it. Even if that means a venue bringing in a bunch of shirt fillers or a bunch of buddy guards. Hell, back in, in my early days, bouncing and doing, you know, event security, um, we were worse than the patrons. Security was selling dope. Security was strong arming motherfuckers or setting motherfuckers up to get robbed. And they still do in some places. But if that lane isn't for you, then, you know, you should probably stay in your lane, right? And this isn't just a bouncer's dilemma. I see the same dynamics at play quite often within the celebrity, you know, uh, uh, CP bodyguard sector, especially the ones protecting these little wild ass motherfuckers out here. Believe me, there's there's things a lot of them will have to look the other way to things. A lot of them, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) things, a lot of them um, are going to have to cover up for their clients. I'll even go as far as to say there's illegal, um, perhaps even immoral shit that they're going to have to find themselves participating in. I'm not saying all of them are willing to do that. But um, the ones that are out here on that on that wild shit, their bodyguards stay their bodyguards for a reason, because they are willing to do that shit. For example, you know, there's a, a certain Chicago musician whose bodyguard has talked about um, rounding up underage groupies for this motherfucker, right? Well, well, that's the other side of the game, people. I think is is disgusting, but it's still the other side of the game. No different than when corporate security um, is doing dirt for their employers, setting up employees for termination, hooking up the company function, or, you know, out-of-town investors with cocaine and escorts. It's the same shit, just a different environment. You know, James Baldwin said the price one pays for pursuing any profession or calling is an intimate knowledge of its ugly side. And that's why this shit ain't for everybody. But agree with it or not, this is a very real part of the security industry. This is the other side of the game. So with that. Stay vigilant, stay ready, and I'll holler at y'all in a bit.